Welcome to They Might Be Librarians, a podcast of the Plainfield Guilford Township Public Library. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Hi everyone, I am Lauren M. I am the head cataloger and I purchase adult fiction. I'm Lauren W. I am the teen services supervisor. I'm Crystal Hellman. I'm the youth services manager. I'm Monty Manning and I'm the library director. It's December, which means the end of the year and holiday closings. And lots of food. Yes. In our food comas, we will be closed on Tuesday, December 24th, and Wednesday, December 25th, as well as Tuesday, December 20... Nope, 31st. When's New Year's, guys? (laughs) (laughs) And then, well, and then uh, Wednesday, January 1st. Yes. So you can all and you can all enjoy your holidays and not have to worry about getting your items back to us. We will be closed those days. Nothing is due on those days. I thought you were going to say you didn't have to worry about putting real pants on. <laughs> that too. I mean, hey, hey, you know what? If that if that works for you, yeah. So this podcast is about things that we really like. It's kind of a look back over the previous year and us uh, just kind of going around and talking about some of the really cool things that that we have done and some of the things that we have really liked this past year. So who wants to go first? Oh, I'll go first. All right. Yeah. I want to talk about the murder mystery that we did Ah, in October. It was so much fun. We had a couple of local actors help us out with some of the parts. um, And uh, just the other night I was at Books on Tap, uh, the one of the adult Mm -hmm. book clubs that meets at Brewburger. And, um, one of the women there had come to the murder mystery and she said she had so much fun and she hopes we do it again. And then there was another woman there who didn't get to go and she asked us to please do it again. Uh It was a huge hit. Wow. I had a blast doing it. I was really, you know, when we came up with the idea, I was just like, what have I brought up? But (laughs) as we got closer and closer and as it all sort of came together, it was super fun. Yes. I had had a great time. And our audience was great. Yes. There was a, a young child in the audience, and every time we opened up to questions, you know, his hand went up, and he asked really good questions, had great mm-hmm. observations, and then there were other people in the audience that were feeding of his questions, and yeah. they were paying attention and were into it. One of the things, too, that I loved about the mystery was, hands down, has to have been the set. Yes. Mara Appleby did such an amazing job. She, I told her that she, that, that my expectations for the set were just far exceeded by what she put out. It was, it was awesome. It was, she it was a, almost a star of the show. She's a true artist. Oh yeah. Very creative, very imaginative. I was bummed to have missed it, but I heard um, it would have been perfect for someone like me with a short attention span because it was timed <laughs> perfectly at one hour. Yeah, yeah, roughly. Yeah, yeah. you know, just kind of if you do it too long, people lose interest and they get fidgety and mm. all that kind of stuff. So you know, I think an hour is about perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back to the summer, my favorite thing we did was the story walk launching at Hummel mm-hmm. Park on July first. Yeah. It was the hottest day in the universe, bright midday sun, mm-hmm. but it was awesome. Yes, that was. It was good to see you know our community partners come together, Duke Energy. And the, Hend- the Hendricks County Community Foundation and the Friends of the Library just coming together uh, and doing our nice old-fashioned ribbon cutting and, and, and just kind of being there and celebrating, you know, literacy in our community. So I, it was great. I, I loved it. 
And the pictures look really great. We didn't look all that hot in the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't see the sweat. Yeah, you couldn't. I want to tell you one of my things from this past year is the library guide. Um, mm-hmm. I That has kind of been one of my biggest uh, goals here is, is to have, you know, a, a guide that has all of our programming in it that lays it out and puts it in a really nice, snazzy, just good, professional-looking publication. And I think we all have really hit the nail on the head with that. It is, it's, again, far exceeded my expectations. Um, I hear nothing but great things about it and all the dedication and the work that goes into it. It's truly a team effort. So thank you to everybody who, who contributed to that. And a special shout out to Johnson County Public Library mm-hmm. since I stole it from you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> or I was inspired by you. We'll put it that way. We, we work together on it, yes, right? So there we go. Yeah. I have a lot of things that I really enjoyed this year, um, but one of my favorites was in February, I got to do an after hours live action clue with the teens, and that was a lot of fun. Lauren got a, you were there, right? I was, yeah. So she got a traipse around because I forced everybody else to do all the walking, and uh, it was a lot of fun to watch everybody try to get from room to room and get all the clues without rolling the same number over and over. (laughs) So that one was a lot of fun. The kids seemed to really enjoy that one. That really was a lot of fun. And didn't the same team win every time? They yeah. were just, they were so Cheaters, on it. Right? <laughs> you know, I, I, the thing is that like we watched them, they, they didn't cheat. They just were that good at it. They it just was impressive. All the different numbers because they had the, in each room, there was a dip, like an envelope or multiple envelopes and each envelope was opened with different numbers that you rolled. So if you rolled the same number multiple times, it stank because you saw the same, mm-hmm. you know, you would have seen the same clue had you opened it, I guess. Um, so some kids were stuck on rolling the same thing over and over, and some teams just really rolled differently every time. So it was a lot of fun. So who was Mrs. Peacock? Uh, we didn't dress up or anything. Uh. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was just like we spaced out the board game across the library. You know, uh, a little fun fact about me. When I was a kid, I got the uh, I got Clue for Christmas one year, and blue is my absolute favorite color. And I always had to be Mrs. Peacock because it Same. was the blue piece. Mm-hmm. And if I was not Mrs. Peacock, I was <laughs> almost in tears. Oh I mean, I get that. Yeah. I was always Miss Scarlet because she went first. That was my sister. That's fair. <laughs> That's a good reason right there, yeah. That was my sister. That's hilarious. Uh, let's see. One other thing I want to, since we're talking about all the cool things, who all went to the um, uh, the night cafe, the Starry Night uh, Evening with Vincent back in July, was it? Yeah, it was July. I was uh, there. Loved it. Vincent Van Gogh was my second favorite artist. Claude Monet is my first. Oh, okay. okay. I was like, who's your first? You're learning lots about me here today. Um, 2019 favorites. Learning about Monty. <laughs> <laughs> Said no person ever. Um, but that was such a spectacular night. Um, the the uh, the VR stuff that we had with it, just the, the artistry, and and again, that was another Laura Appleby production, um, and she did a wonderful job. And, and many thanks to the staff at T, uh, NTTS for getting the technology up and running, and and to Lauren Weddle and uh, and Teen Central for helping out with that too. I had a lot of fun. Van Gogh is my favorite artist, so no Claude Monet above him on that one. Um, so I got I had a lot of fun being able to run some of that VR with people and seeing the all the stylistic stuff in the cafe. So it was pretty fun. Speaking of art, we have Aubrey in Youth Services, and she created Colorful Kids, a new program in 2019. Um, I think she said the best attended and most enthusiastic program was when they created Paper Sculptures. Ooh. Oh, fun and then coming up in december 
they are going to do oil pastels. I love oil pastels, except all mine melted. I had them in storage. <laughs> so it's this big blob of That's so sad. Stuff. Yeah, loved them, but not anymore. I think another one I got to do this year um, was the family escape room. Sorry, I'm just talking about programs that I did. But uh, but I got what else is going to be your favorite? I guess yeah. that's true. What else did I participate in? Um, but I got to do the family escape room. I don't normally get a venture outside of working with the teens. So it was a lot of fun to do um, an escape room with whole families, seeing younger kids work together with the parents and how everybody interacted and interacted even with the people they were shoved in a room with that they didn't know. Um, and we All had the some... more reason to escape. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Um, and we had some people in their 20s come too, just for fun. And it was a it was a cool mix of crowd and everybody seemed to enjoy it and everybody got out and got to enjoy their edible jewels. It was a jewel heist. So they opened the last box and there were... Um, there were candy necklaces and things in there, so that was. Did a you lot have any fun. ring pops? Um, I think I did. I tried to if if I didn't, um, but I I had a lot of fun with that one. I'd be all about the ring pops. <laughs> Those are some of my favorites. Did Santa bring you a new tablet or smartphone, and you aren't sure how it works? Or maybe you just like some guided practice while you learn about its many features. Either way, we've got you covered. This is Dave the Tie Guy telling you about Book a Librarian. It's to help with your technology questions and troubleshooting. We can help you set up your new device or show you how to use library services like Libby, Hoopla, or Canopy so that you can enjoy great books, music, and movies for free from the comfort of your own home. To schedule your appointment, simply fill out the form at plainfieldlibrary.net backslash bookalibrarian or give us a call at 317-839-6602 and we will fill it out for you. One of our technology specialists will contact you to confirm your appointment. It's that simple. That's Book a Librarian, a service from the Plainfield Guilford Township Public Library. So a couple other things that uh, are favorite things from 2019. How could we ever forget the arts gala that we had earlier this year and at the end of April? We had close to 100 artists. We had lots of great food, and it was just a really fun weekend of, of art, fundraising, and eating. We forgot because we're making so many changes to 2020, it's going to feel like a new event next yes, year. Yes, yes, we are. There's lots of hopefully very uh cool and great changes are coming in 2020 so um, and then the other thing too that I wanted to, to make sure that we don't uh, overlook is the uh, the astronaut Jerry Ross who came to talk during our summer reading event we had close to 150 people uh, come out on a stormy Thursday night if I remember right I think it was Wednesday, Wednesday. but it was very stormy, it was stormy. <laughs> either way either way um, we had a lot of people here and it was a, a great talk he, he sold um, a lot of his books and signed his books, and I think it was a great event. And he talked about how to use the bathroom in space, what everybody always wants to know. I was going to gonna say, who doesn't want to know that? Because <laughs> as someone who frequently cleans the bathrooms here, there are a lot of people on planet Earth who don't know how to use it. So. <laughs> One of my favorite things from 2019 was our brand new community costume closet. We had a lot of people donate costumes. And even more people come to pick them out. Unfortunately, we did not have enough for everybody that came. But all of our costumes were gone. Everybody was thrilled with getting a new to them costume. Um, And it's also something that we're excited to continue on as a tradition. Uh, Awesome. And speaking of trick-or-treat and Halloween, our trick-or-treat 
on Simmons Street. We kind of changed the name this year because we've expanded the event to include uh, the First Baptist Church and then the uh, Plainfield United Methodist Church. So we, the three of us uh, get together and we host the, the biggest trick-or-treat shindig in town, I think. <laughs> and we had close to, what, 1,200 come through our door Something that like night? That, yes. Yeah. Yeah, a lot. We had a lot of, uh, many thanks to the sponsors we had come out, who, without whom support we could not pull the event off, mm-hmm. who handed out candy and all kinds of things. It was a really, really fun time this year. And I have to say, uh, this was my third time doing it. And it just seemed like the crowd control was so much better this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was no snaking people around the block and trying to keep them out of the road. <laughs> the crosswalk across the road really helped with traffic. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We, we did a lot this year. Yeah. We did so and much. We, I do want to th- uh, give a big shout out to the uh, Plainfield Police Department and to the Plainfield Fire Territory for their help. Uh, and again, without, without their assistance, it's an event that I don't think we could have pulled off. And I do want to say also to the Hagerman group for loaning us their, their uh, bright lights. lights. Yes, yes. So that we could uh, make sure that people could cross Simmons street safely. So many thanks to those folks. Another fun thing that we did, it was in the same month that you did um, the escape rooms was the May the 4th be with you event. Yes. Um, we had how many people like 11 or 12 people come dressed up in costume and some really, you know, really good costumes we had darth vader darth vader and we had awesome. you know, stormtroopers we had clone troopers we had mm-hmm. lots we even had jedi here mm-hmm. um it was a good event um we had a lot of families here About we, we 50 served, people yeah, i think like 50, yeah 60 it was it was a good for our first time well it's not our first time doing it you guys did not, it not. several years ago but we had a, a large a large crowd and i was mm-hmm. very pleased with the turnout we have a lot of star wars fans in our area i feel like so that yeah. works there were so many little kids that they just kept asking, well, where's Darth Vader? Is Darth <laughs> Vader here? And, of course, Vader was the last person that yeah. we brought out. Yeah. And, like, I even pulled up the Imperial March on my phone because, of course, I've got the Imperial March saved in my in my phone. And yeah, I made him come out and do the march down the IOA that we had made in McMillan B. And then I announced that Vader would be taking pictures. And we were going to watch um, – the, the original Star Wars A New Hope, and we had everyone in there, and then as soon as we said Vader was going to be taking pictures, like half the room just got up and walked out, and we're like, yeah. okay. <laughs> that was fun. I, it was, I had a blast. That, 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 uh, what day was that? It was on a Saturday, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was mm-hmm. a Saturday. It, yep. it all fun. lined up perfectly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was on a Saturday, and then the next day we um, did Revenge of the Fifth. Which that didn't quite go as, as we planned, but, you know, it was a nice sunny Sunday, and People, uh, people kind of had other things planned, so, but it counted on on the fourth. Yeah. One thing that the library has done that I've been very excited about, mostly because I've really like thrown myself into helping out with it, is uh, we have started what we call a library of things. I'm sure a lot of you have seen in our library that we have these little tags where you can check out live chess and bongo um, drums but yeah bongos and <laughs> a metal yeah we just added a metal detector to the catalog and i as the cataloger have been learning so much about how to catalog things that are not books and movies <laughs> and it's been a blast and people have been so excited about it but at the same time it's like hey don't forget we have this and we're adding more stuff every day we're we've added a, a kitchen scale 
and um, cool. yeah, uh, we're we've got a few other things that are going to be coming very soon that we're going to start adding. So keep your eye on our library of things section because we're always adding new stuff to that. I want to throw in about um, well two things: uh, our little free pantries that we have throughout the community where people can go and pick up um, you know food donations or hygiene products that people put in there. Uh, as a way of helping out. We've got one located here at the library. Um, and then also our Food for Fines uh, program mm-hmm. that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple times a year, we uh, will accept canned goods, paper goods, hygiene products in lieu of fines owed to uh, the Plainfield Library. And we collect those, and that's what we use to stock our little free pantries. Or uh, if, we have, if we've collected a lot of stuff, it goes to places like St. Mark's and other places like that. So. Mm-hmm. Those are really cool community um, uh, ways that we give back to the community that you know a lot of people don't really think of. I'm partial to all of our board games that we uh, <laughs> circulate since I get to use those for my tabletop Thursdays with the teens. We've added so many board games this year, and it's a lot of fun to to keep learning new ones and to I don't know. It seems like I have a never-ending supply of board games to learn with the kids, so I always enjoy that. We've um, been adding kind of consistently a couple a month now, so. Um, you never know what you'll find in our board game section if you want to stop by and find something new. I want to throw in another thing that I like is our friends at the library and their book sales. Mm. Um, the book sales happen several times of year of the year, and it's just a great way to come out and support the friends, and which in turn supports the library. Um, the uh, the friends through their book sales, what they what they make on those book sales, they they turn around and and uh, subsidize library programs with. So we're very grateful for that. Uh, we've got a very good friends group and a very generous friends group that that uh, helps us out with our programs. So that's one thing that I really like is that uh, just the the book sales is made for us. Speaking of books and not library programs or services, yeah. um, the best book I read this year. Granted, I work with children and I have a child, so I read much less than I used to. Um, but it is The Undefeated by Kwame Alexander and Kadir Nelson. It is maybe the most beautifully illustrated book I've seen in my life. If it does not win the Caldecott or the Coretta Scott King Award or both riot. next year, I'm going to maybe quit my job. <laughs> no, no, she's not. Stop being a librarian. Go find a new profession. You're done. What's it about? It features a lot of famous black people through the years. Um, just the illustrations are beautiful. Um, Lauren McPike, when she brought it to me, mm-hmm. um, I read it and it made me cry. And then I <laughs> tried to pull myself together in the closet because that's reasonable. And then Maureen looked at it, another person that works in the children's department, and she started sobbing. And then Lauren took her exit and left because <laughs> my work was done. <laughs> usually doesn't make us cry. <laughs> that's awesome. Crystal has brought the book for us to look at here. And it is beautiful mm-hmm. from what I can see from my yeah. side of the table. It's very powerful. Yeah. I have a lot of books that I enjoyed this year. I have a whole list in front of me because I'm that person. But I guess I'm most excited about, I just finished reading um, One of Us is Lying for the High School Reading Club. And uh, it's by Karen M. McManus. And it was really good. Um, I was joking with Crystal about reading it with my eyeballs. um, Because in the YA book club that I help run here, um, we have many audiobook listeners, but one eyeball reader. And she prefers that (laughs) style of reading, so... That's I'm an eyeball I, reader. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a mixed reader, but I do really enjoy reading with my eyeballs. <laughs> um, but it, it was one that I didn't want to put down. I was at work and I was like dying because I wanted to finish reading it. 
Um, but it is a murder mystery. So five kids get detention kind of mysteriously. The phones were found in their backpacks that were not theirs. And so they got sent to detention. And uh, then as they're in detention, one of them dies. Um, and so, <laughs> right. So um, people are trying to figure out what happened. The police think, you know, hey, it's narrowed down to these four kids. And so it kind of goes back and forth between all of their points of view. And you know all of them are lying about something, but um, it's not necessarily that they're lying about the murder. They're just trying to keep secrets to themselves because they're high schoolers. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting trying to figure out what the secrets are. Do they involve themselves in the, you know, in the murder and all that kind of stuff? So it was a really good book um, that helped, that kept me guessing until the end. And um, it has a sequel coming out on January 7th. So I'm excited that I just now read this book, so I don't have to wait. <laughs> Favorite of 2020, the sequel. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. So that one's um about some different kids that were mentioned in the first book, but it's moved on to a new crowd of kids. So I'm very curious to see what happens there. Interesting. You know, I'm sitting here getting depressed because I'm thinking, did I read anything this year? And I can't <laughs> think of any book that I read. Oh, no. I started things, but I don't know that I actually ever finished anything. I have The Undefeated, the most beautiful picture book I've ever seen, if you would like to borrow (laughs) it. There you go. Read it before 2019's over. I get that uh, done before the end of December. There you go. Um, It's worth it. I'll tell you a TV show that I've kind of picked up that I really like. The Mandalorian. It's on (laughs) Disney+. Plus. Um, it's set, it's a Star Wars thing, and it's it's set, uh, it doesn't tell you how many years, but it's after the fall of the Empire, so it's between Return of the Jedi and, I guess, the, the what, the... The Force Awakens. Yeah, that one. I, I don't <laughs> like those. That one. I just like the original three Star Wars movies, the other ones I don't like. Rogue One, notable exception. Um, That's because it's more like the older ones. Exactly. Which is why I didn't like it. <laughs> I love it. Um, this is just a weird conversation for me now. <laughs> but it is a very good, um, uh, it's the story of, of, a, of a bounty hunter and, and just kind of, uh, and if you pay any attention to, to Facebook, you've probably seen all the pictures of the Baby Yoda. Baby, Yoda. Baby Yoda. It's not Yoda because Yoda's already dead. Yoda died in Return of the Jedi. This takes well, that's after. depressing. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. Oh, yeah. Well, is it really? I, I mean, if you haven't watched that by now, even I've seen it, so I think everybody should know oh. by now. I live under a rock, though, so it was news to me. Okay, except for Crystal. <laughs> I cried when Yoda died in Return of the Jedi. Understandably. I was also I did when Darth Vader you know. died. I cried when Dobby died. Spoilers. <laughs> That's not a spoiler. How long ago did that happen? This Speaking of Crystal, of things that made us cry. Um, <laughs> Favorites of 2019. <laughs> uh, so uh, Crystal and I had the privilege of interviewing somebody. Um, uh, and they're, one of the things that we have our applicants do for children's services is they have to read a story. <laughs> and this particular person had picked a book that I have been avoiding my, you know, my whole adult life. And... So she had it there, and I was like, oh, no. And I was sobbing, and Crystal was crying. It's No, I kept it together. <laughs> I tried really, really hard. It was the week of my son's third birthday and the anniversary of my grandma's death, and I kept it together until I looked at you sobbing <laughs> like a baby in the middle of an interview. Yes, yes. Uh, the book was, I don't remember the author, but it's uh, I'll, I'll Love You Forever. Robert Munch. Robert Munch, yeah. And now I'm laughing so hard I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that was a pretty uh, pretty moving experience. So, uh, And needless to say, we did hire that person. So. 
Another favorite moment of 2019, apparently, <laughs> yes. crying in an interview. There you go. <laughs> so maybe you didn't read any books in 2019, but you listened to several in interviews. That's true. I did. That counts. That counts. I don't think anyone's going to be shocked when I tell you what my favorite book of 2019 was. <laughs> Ready, go. It was Early Riser by Jasper Ford. Yeah. Everyone knows I'm a huge Jasper Ford fan, and this, quite frankly, was probably, of all of his books, my absolute favorite. Oh, that's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, I loved the fact that it was, it was a standalone novel. It was an entirely different world, and it just asked so many, asked and then answered so many questions weird wackadoo questions like what if humans their entire existence had hibernated during the winter what would their world look like and like that'd be cool yeah and it opens uh, a few like a month or two before winter down as they call it and it's this giant feast where they have to eat as much as they can have to consume as many calories as they can because when they go to sleep and they sleep for three months, they burn so many calories that they have to have enough to keep keep themselves alive. This sounds like a dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> Eating until you hibernate. <laughs> um, I didn't realize it was going to be a standalone, I guess. Does he mm-hmm. have any other standalones? No. Not that I know of. Okay. There was one that was a standalone for a really long time it- called Shades of Grey. And then okay. just recently he decided that he wanted to continue on with that story okay yeah interesting Mm -hmm. but this book i mean i guess he could always return to it but it just it ends so perfectly that you wouldn't want him to no and i don't think he ever had any intention to okay so yeah early riser by jasper ford definitely check that one out if you like um mysteries if you like fantasy if you like zombie novels if you like political intrigue if you like government conspiracy i mean it's got it's something got it for everyone man that's awesome i'm glad you enjoyed it as I, much as I you did. wanted to i did i did so much i also really liked uh lock every door by riley sager this is only only their third novel i believe they're a big horror writer and so much of what they write you can kind of tell there's a lot of horror movie influence in each novel. They're all their own stories in their own right, but this one in particular felt very like Rosemary's Baby meets the Sentinel. It was awesome. So yeah, if you like horror, definitely check out Riley Sager's Lock Every Door. That came out this past July. So what else did we like in 2019? Ooh, I got one. <laughs> the the new furniture for our meeting room spaces. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely it's very nice, and it actually, you know, we'd had the old furniture for so long. It was all beat up and yellowy and just gross. Um, it was very heavy, and this stuff is... There was no way to clean those tables. No. no. Didn't even sandblast them clean. Um, this new furniture actually really makes the meeting rooms uh, pop. Mm-hmm. We're actually getting ready to renovate our meeting rooms coming up in 2020, but... Uh, uh, we purchased the furniture early just to get that uh, over and done with because we just needed to get rid of that old furniture. But I love our new furniture for the meeting rooms. It's light. It's on wheels. It, it, it nests and stores perfectly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really good. It's so much easier to stack these chairs. Yes, yeah. it is. It <clears throat> is. Without is. throwing your back out. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like such a mundane thing to be so excited about. But at the same mm-hmm. time, if you work with, this stuff day in mm-hmm. and day out, you do get excited about it. Yes, you do. It makes setup and teardown so much easier mm-hmm. for programs. Yes. Did we talk about the Manhattan short yet? I don't think we have. 
So I think that I personally didn't get to see any of the uh, uh, the, the shorts, um, but I know it was very uh, w- uh, well attended, and it was uh, I heard a lot of people talking about it on Facebook and in person. So did any of you? What I liked it was just a chance for us to bring um, sort of a, a worldwide cultural event to mm-hmm. Plainfield, and people could actively participate in it, and they did, and they uh, and I think they really enjoyed it, and, and something I hope we do every year. It's, yeah, it's a well worthwhile program. So. I will volunteer to do whatever just so I can do it next, participate in it next year if we do it. I'll hold you to it. Okay. (laughs) Crystal, what are you geeking out about? I just bought new pillows, um, (laughs) if you want me to be completely honest, and they are wonderful. Like for your bed or for the couch? For my bed. Clearly sleeping on the agenda. Yeah, well, I mean, we were talking about hibernating. Yes, it gets dark at four o'clock. No kidding. Mm -hmm. Well, it's good. New pillows are wonderful, though. Yeah. I mean, it's it's an adult thing. You know, you just realize how much better you sleep if you've got a good pillow. Absolutely. How about you, Monty? What are you geeking out about? Oh, jeez. Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say I'm geeking out about... Uh, so, obviously, watching The Mandalorian, I uh, downloaded and purchased uh, a subscription to Disney+. Plus. Not a plug. I'm not getting paid for those. <laughs> but I was going through... I'm not a big Disney fan per se, yeah. um, but I was going through the catalog on Disney Plus and just looking at all the stuff that uh, that I remember from uh, being a kid, like the Apple Dumpling Gang, and the ever popular the Apple the Apple Dumpling Gang rides again, <laughs> <laughs> and and kind of downloading those and saving to my uh, my watch list. But uh, one thing I know you're going to gasp when I say this: I have never ever ever seen. The Sound of Music, and I actually put that on my watch list. Yeah, Lauren just recoiled you? from me. <laughs> it's such a good movie. I've never ever seen it, and uh, so it's on my watch list. So I, I will watch that at some point over Christmas break. And then I also, uh, I've never ever seen Bambi, and I purposely avoided oh, that. Oh, I, get it. I, I could live without that, that one. Yeah. Same. There was a song that used to freak me out, even though it's not a scary song. Yeah. Little April Showers. Yeah. yeah. Did it freak you out, too? <laughs> no, it just gets stuck in my head oh, all the okay. time. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, it scared me when I was a kid. I don't know why. Okay, maybe I won't watch Bambi. No, 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 no. It's not a scary movie. It's more of a sad movie. Yeah, that's why I've never watched it. a better Because I know what happens, and I just don't. Mm-hmm. I, mean, yeah. I cry at kid and shout commercials, and at storybook <laughs> things and interviews, apparently. I think my biggest excitement, not that this is what I'm geeking out about, but I'm just going to ride on your coattails here. Um, is Lizzie McGuire coming back? I am so stinking excited. Yes. And I just saw Gordo that Gordo's back. back. <laughs> it just got announced yesterday. Her best friend slash should be boyfriend. It's on Disney Plus. Don't worry. You can watch you it. You can watch all of Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> I'm just really excited personally. But that's not what I'm geeking out about. Well, what are you geeking out about? So um, I talked to Lauren already about this, but um, the Pop Sugar Reading Challenge is something that I have done since it started in 2015. Um, and so they they have like a 50 book challenge for every year. And it's a bunch of different prompts for like a book about this type of thing or a book in this genre or by a person like this. Um, and so it's, it kind of varies your read. It forces you to vary your reading mm-hmm. um, from what you would maybe normally read. Um, but I'm really excited about the 2020 prompts. I didn't finish 2019. I've already <laughs> moved on, I guess. Um, but a lot of the prompts are easily done with the books I already own, which is a goal that I've had for the past couple of years is to read what I own and figure out what I need to keep and what I should probably get rid of and not have four bookcases full of. So um, I'm really excited about that. Is 
you said pop sugar is that the the facebook thing? Uh, well it's okay. like a it's a website oh, okay. but they on like one of their people make, puts together this reading challenge thing so um it's become like huge now there's a facebook group and everything and everybody's harassing everybody else it's a lot and not not necessarily a bad way but they really wanted it to get released and i was just like it's still november it's gonna be okay <laughs> But now I'm glad because I this morning I finished filling out all of my stuff for all 50 prompts, so I know what I'm reading next year. <laughs> Is one of them a medical thriller? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I decided to not go with any of the ones that you suggested. No, that's to okay. Me, <laughs> Hot zone. What's that? Is that the one about the Ebola virus? Oh man, that sounds. Did sounds I say nasty. the right name? Yeah, the, the, I think that's what it is. The Hot Zone. I'm stretching that one and using the unwind distology for it. So there's that. <laughs> It's medical. It's medical. It's a thriller. Yeah. It's just not really what it means by medical thriller, probably. <laughs> so what do you guys think about Smudge the Cat? That's what I'm geeking out about. What? What? <laughs> what? You got, you have, you've, you've seen the thing on Facebook, the meme on Facebook, the... Oh, uh, the little the white cat and the, the housewife. Oh. I oh, I didn't know the cat had a name. Yeah, it even has its own webpage. Oh, awesome. man. <laughs> they have their own ugly Christmas sweaters for couples. One has a housewife and one has the cat. <laughs> oh, my God. I have to get one. <laughs> I am just, that that white cat just has just, I don't know, <laughs> the things that, that, that trap your mind. It's everywhere. I mean, mm -hmm. I have several friends that absolutely hate those, and I find them hilarious. Yes. I do, too. They crack me up. Too. Keep it coming. <laughs> Make all the memes. What about you, Lauren? Uh, I'm geeking out about something that I had geeked out um, in a prior podcast, and it's The Good Place. Oh, I, yeah. I back. love that show. Yeah. Absolutely love that show. And I know it, the first time I'd also mentioned that they have a podcast, which I wasn't a religious listener to. But I have since, since this is the final season, I have since been going back and re-watching every episode and then listening to each episode of the podcast and I've learned so many little backstories about each episode and like little in jokes that they had that I I didn't get that mm. really only the cast and crew would get but if you listen to the podcast then you go back and rewatch it you're like oh that's that's really kind of cool interesting yeah are they in their final season of that show yes yeah my mom is already mourning the loss of her favorite pre being show. done. It's a really, really good show. It really is. Yeah, I haven't watched any of this season yet, but I caught up before the season started. Okay. So I really like it. I forgot you had talked about a podcast, though, so I'll have to seek that out. Yep. Uh, Mark Evan Jackson hosts it, and it's it's really just delightful because, I mean, I'm sure that they have their fights and whatnot, but right. everyone who's on the podcast, they talk about how much they love working together and just how much fun they have, and so it's just, it's delightful. Just like the library. <laughs> <laughs> we do love each other. All right, everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget to share the word about our podcast. They might be librarians, a Plainfield Guilford Township Public Library podcast. Uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and also check us out on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Please give us a rate and review.